Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Ava Marie. And I'm Shauna Dixon. And today, I mean, I feel like we haven't talked about this topic in a while, uh, but you know we like to spill the tea and give periodic <laughs> updates. I'll be spilling the tea, but okay. Right. <laughs> we know that Shauna is the one spilling teas, um, but we want to just tap in and reflect a bit on relationship. We are entering into a new season, and so it only makes sense for us to reflect on where we are uh, on such important things as relationships. Um, so yeah, hand it over to you. Go ahead, Tashana. <laughs> on where we are. Well, I, I, I want to say I think I've learned a lesson. So um, I don't know if all, all you guys know, but I've been with my partner now for going on eight years. And we have uh, three children together biologically. We have four children total. And I really struggled, you all actually hear in, in the earlier season, I struggled a lot with um, the desire to be married. I don't know. You guys have listened to this podcast for very long. You guys will know that I'm, um, I've been married once and, you know, divorced once. <laughs> um, and, and I've been with my partner for a very substantial amount of time. And so um, we, we kind of started off our relationship in a weird space. <laughs> uh, I basically, this was uh, my high school sweetheart. Um, that we, we dated really off and on from the age of 15 to 22. Um, we then separated, um, and I'll tell the story. Um, in that time, I got married. Um, he had a child, um, and then I was ready to have kids. And so I called him and I was like, hey, you're the only person I could ever see, you know, having a kid with. Um, would you do that? And then quite just to be open about it. Um, I had some health concerns about um, how long I'd be able to have a kid or if I, if I would have a kid. And at the time, I think I was like 31, 32 in that, in that range. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> I'll have a kid with you. Um, and, and so we, we didn't start off, I'd say, in the conventional way. And what I learned, I guess, through the last eight years is that there's a lot of work for both of us to do on who we are, how we showed up in relationships, what our beliefs were about relationships, how we work with each other. Um, and now I guess I'm to the point though, where I'm like, I think it's time for us to get married. Like we, I mean, we did it backwards, of course, <laughs> so the, the normal standards, but I couldn't imagine having kids with anyone else. Um, and he's a great father. He uh, is a little different than I expected. That, that word great father is a little different than uh, what I anticipated that meaning uh, prior to being in the relationship. But uh, for me, it, it's like uh, I realize that a part of me feels unprotected by not being married to him. Um, and when I say that, I mean, I was actually having a conversation with him about it. And and I found out, actually, this is dog tea. I found out that he really has trauma related with this idea of marriage. And it stemmed from some of his past experiences, uh, both like personally with um, um, having a child with someone else and, and that battle, and even with his um, vision or view of other married couples and what he experienced that they experienced and how that connected to his own trauma. Uh, it was, we actually, uh, we had a big, big uh, argument. Uh, we went um, on a trip 
for his birthday and he couldn't like he was like this is why I, I, I don't like he told me he's like this is why I don't want to get married and when he explained it to me I was like dude but that's not me like and and the thing that I always point to in this discussion with him was um I was in a situation in my in my first marriage where I basically drew up the divorce decree on my own. And even though um, my ex and I weren't in the best space, I was very fair. Like it was very even and not vindictive. And this understanding of we're both human and that this didn't work out. And I wouldn't take that in any way to try to hurt him or to to separate that and I and so I was I was having a hard time understanding where he was coming from because I'm like but you have to put this on me and and I realized through that conversation we kind of went back and forth he was like this is what I've experienced and this is what I'm scared of and this is where I'm open um and it's still I had to I had to recognize that this I can't change your trauma right and that there's things that you personally have to go through or have to really feel in order to, or even have in place in order to, to get through it. Um, and so right now I'm like, we can, we can, we can work through that. And so he's opened up to me the things that would make him feel secure. And it was really cute. I didn't think about when he said it though. Um, and he was like, so in our arguments, we had this long argument uh, for his, when we were traveling or whatever for his birthday. And he was like, Shonda, but I love you. Like, like you can't take this as I don't love you. Like, that's not what I'm saying to you. Um, and for me, I was like, you guys, I'm sure you guys are here in this podcast. I've always been a control freak. Like I'm like, I can orchestrate this. I can figure this out. I can solve this thing. But I had to recognize that I can't make him heal, that I can't change the situations that he's gone through that made him feel this way, that there's nothing about me that could change those things. And so what I realized that there were some things that he needed in order to feel safe, in order to feel secure uh, from his own personal experiences. And so that's where we're at now. <laughs> that was a lot. I'm that sure if he, ever, if he ever decides to listen to this podcast, he might be a little <laughs> I don't know why you be trying to get him to listen to the podcast. This is our <laughs> sacred space, okay? He don't need to listen. He won't. He won't be this season. This is like season four. You know how long it's taken to get to this? It's season five. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes. We got a lot of episodes that they got to get. Um, no, but I love that. I love the transparency. Um, and I had a, like a relating moment as you were talking. And I was like, so basically for the listeners, uh, her boo and me are the same person. It's like we have the same personality and think very similarly, which actually is very interesting because I'm like actually feeling the way that he feels right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm a believer. Uh, I think we talked in an episode about, you know, internalized expectations. I don't know. Um, I don't know that this was an internalized expectation, but ever since I was young, I wanted to be a mother. Like that has always been a goal of mine. Um, you know, I would always tell people like in college of like, 
listen, I just want to be a stay-at-home mom. They're like, so why are you studying engineering? I was like, this is just formality, people. It's really, you know, a path to me being a stay-at-home mom. Um, but I also, like, on the same, like, in the same breath, I, at one point, had said, I don't care, like, if I have a partner or not, I still want to have kids. Like, and then I woke up and I was like, no, nah, actually, that sounds crazy because... I know a lot of single mothers, but I don't want that life. Um, it's a really hard life if you don't have to, like that's not something that, you know, for me, I will be willing to sign up for. But I know that of course there are circumstances that are beyond your control that it can happen at any moment. Um, but I say all that to say is I knew I always wanted to be a mother. Like I always feel like that actually was something from God. I did not always know that I wanted to be a wife. And so that to me is very different. Um, and, <laughs> and I feel like I am in my early 30s and I'm still trying to understand what it means to be a wife. Um, and like, what? how do you prepare for that? Because I just don't have the knowledge um, or the access to that. And so in the last few years though, I've been pretty... I've been pretty confident that marriage was, you know, going to be a part of my journey and that I needed to start to prepare for that. And, you know, I think still in, in theoretical terms, marriage sounds great, but I think in practicality, like it is so scary. Like it is, <laughs> the idea is frightening. Um, to me, to my personality of, you know, I kind of like to be a free spirit. I don't like to be. How do you know? Like, so I will never. Sorry, you, you cut off in the beginning. What'd you say? I was going to say, I will never forget this. So I feel like that has to be something for everybody. I think that not enough people go to this idea of marriage with the right mindset. When I first got married, the pastor, I'll never forget this. The pastor said, the Shonda looks really scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 was, I was terrified. <laughs> when you really think about it, y'all, yeah. scary and unnatural. Like, I'm the type of person I'm gonna change jobs every two years. Like, if I'm if a relationship gets hard, I'm out. Like, this is just counter nature to everything it is that I believe in. No, but I'm also a Christian, and so you know, I think that is literally the only saving grace and like uh the thing that i really really have to lean on as i think about a commitment to marriage so i say i'm saying all of that to really help juxtapose, juxtapose the view i think our human natural belief like it is scary <laughs> but it is not a human natural thing it is a faith in God thing. And yeah. that is what I have learned the most out of my relationship right now. I'm scared as hell all the time to be continuing to be in relationship, to communicate, to like, you know, still choose to love someone every day. But And it's easier to be single, just to be clear. Like I think that people don't talk easier. about that. Like like to marry is a hard thing. It makes your life harder. <laughs> but it makes your life harder for the better. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, single 
singleness, I think you get lonely, like it can feel hard, but like there is no one forcing you to improve. <laughs> and yeah. I think or that's a relationship. you in your mess. Like, like for yeah. me, like there are times in my relationship where, and it's so funny because now he doesn't even have to say anything to me. I see him seeing me be a certain way and I'm like, I gotta be better. And you wanna be better. <laughs> you <laughs> like, want like he, to be better. It's, it's to the point where he doesn't even have to say it to me. Like him seeing me in whatever I'm in, I go, I need to be better, right? Like, like he can see this in me. And for that reason, I need to make some changes. Yeah. And it when you're by yourself, I don't recall standard. ever having that moment. I was in my, I was, girl, I was eating, um, I told somebody in my 20s, I was eating egg, cheese, and salsa for breakfast. <laughs> Nobody's not. I was cold. Oh, oh, no, I still do that. <laughs> like, but I mean, it is, I think that's so true, though. Like, it creates a standard in your life that, is not there before I think being in relationship and I even venture to say like depends on how proximate you are in your relationship because I've been in long distance relationships and I've been in relationships where you don't live with the person and you can get away with a lot of stuff <laughs> in both of those scenarios no I, I was talking about so I'm going to say this about this but it's what Charles in his previous relationship uh, we, were, we were talking about his relationship he was like we were good as long as we didn't live here. We moved in. I was like, this ain't gonna work. You can't escape. <laughs> Listen, though you may want to and though you may try. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot hide. Um, and I think that's like the beauty and the hardness of it all. You gotta confront the stuff. It, you know, you can't like just wish it away or just ignore it. Like it's just no. Cause you wanna have a pleasant life. And sometimes you guys just gotta get through in order to get to the pleasant life. Um, and that's, I think, sometimes the harder, harder things. So with all of this thought process, where are you in your relationship now? Like, like, what are you thinking about? Like, like, how are you weighing those benefits, the, the hardness of that? Like, yeah, so, so I've been, so my partner and I, we moved in together um, a few months ago, which was a huge, huge faith move on both of our parts. And neither of us actually wanted to do that. <laughs> um, but we got advisement, you know, from a trusted advisor and we decided to do that. And really it y'all, it was pure faith. that <laughs> We both did that because it is not, something that either of us had planned and either of us actually wanted to do. Um, and there's been a lot of learning, I think, throughout the last several months. But I think for me, the biggest learning, like I was pretty like set like on marriage, but now I'm just like, yes, I want to be married, but I'm like, it could happen in a couple years and I'm okay with that. And so at least I think it has taken, like our time together has actually taken a bit of the urgency away. And I think not for the reasons that most people might think of, but I just think that 
living in such close proximity has made me realize like, wow, there's still so much that we need to learn about each other. So I have that thought, but I also know that if God told me that we need to get married tomorrow, I would not want to, but would I do it? Yes, because, you know, I believe in God and it would be a faith move again. And, you know, I have the understanding and the belief that we have our whole lives to explore. We don't have to have all the answers before we get married. Like, I also know all of those things to be true. So I kind of am straddling both fences. I'm okay if we do, I'm okay if we don't right away. Like I have peace with both scenarios and I know that you know, God is really the one at the end of the day. Question though, like, what about your moving together has removed that urgency? Like, what is it that made you feel like, so was it just the part that you realized that there's more to him, more to the relationship? Like, Like, what made you realize that it wasn't as urgent? So would I feel this way if we didn't live together? No. I think because the reason we didn't want to move in together is because we both believed that we had to at least be engaged in order to live together. And I knew that being in such close proximity, like you're able to continue to develop your relationship in a different way than you are living separately in the same city or living long distance. And so, I mean, I fit, I currently feel challenged by the level that we are on. And to me, marriage would be adding another level of difficulty to that, that I don't think is totally necessary for us right now, as we still figure out, you know, how to master the level that we're at. But if we were challenged by that and, you know, that's what we did, we would figure it out. Right. And so I think we got enough on our plates is kind of like the simple answer for the interim. Um, But I think before part of the urgency was like, okay, well, what, where is our relationship growing? Like, because we're in a place of stagnation. And I suspect that we would get there too. Like once we mastered this level, it would feel like, you know, we're not growing, we're not challenging each other, like we're not becoming better people as a part of being together. So what are we doing? It more seems like it's more about, is your, like you guys were looking for, what was the next phase of growing together? I think I was. Yeah. (laughs) I was. Baby boy was cool. Yeah. Everything was copacetic from his I still feel like he feels like he knows you more than you feel like you know him. And I think that that is true. And I know that actually is true. Yeah, I I'm going to correct true. myself. <laughs> but it's because... It's because... And this is one of our difficulties, but like, he doesn't share. Mm-hmm. Um, and he defaults a lot to me because... Well, I think that's because that's not how he learns as well. Like he he knows you because he's observed you enough to figure you no, out. No, no, I thought that that was also true, but <laughs> and and it and this has been one of the things in our time living together. I'm like, wow, like I actually don't know you that well, and why is that? And it's because he doesn't come out and say like I literally had the pools. Cool stuff out of him 
but I've always been so self-absorbed. Like I never noticed before. Like You're always talking, you're telling all your business. She's not saying a thing. But it's not even that it's like, so like literally yesterday I was like, you know, well, like what are some of the things, you know, that you want to do as like a couple? And his, whenever I ask him a question, his automatic response is to ask me a question. And naturally I would just answer the question, not realizing that he never answered the original question. Cause we would start to go on this tangent about the thing that I like. And so you could say it was him being more observant, but no, like, I don't know why he just is not more like forthcoming. He just flips the script always. And it's always been like that. And I just never realized like, oh, I'm not getting the info back. <laughs> like, so that's a bit, that's a bit of a weird thing in our relationship. But I'm like, I know so many things about him, but I'm like, there's stuff that I just wonder about now. And like, I just- I think I have like, the same kind of dynamic like? with, uh, with my partner as well. Like, mm-hmm. well, he, he, I think he's like that with everyone though. It's not just a me thing that I've seen him in rooms. And it's so funny because he's so personable. Like everyone's like, oh, I love him. And they don't realize they know absolutely nothing about him because he does exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that has definitely slipped <laughs> under the radar. So I've learned now to just like change the question that I'm asking and like call him out on it too, because like there's so much to him that I want to know. And like, I think isn't, I mean, that I have to know also when we're talking about marriage the other day, it's like, yes, there's the whole love and marriage thing, but like, this is your emergency contact. You need to know them as well as they know themselves. Because if they're ever not able to make a decision, you're their proxy. It's like, we need to know each other that well. And I don't feel like I know him that well. And so, the, you know, I feel, that's why I keep saying, like, I feel like we're challenged enough at this level. They're like, dang, now I gotta pay attention. I need to learn this man. So I'm like, I got a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, so that that's just a little bit about where I am right now. I think we just spilled all the tea. <laughs> all the tea. Hopefully and- our practice will never. He will never, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he will never listen to the episode, hopefully. But his family I mean, members might. Still, though, <laughs> for my kids, though, when they when something happens to me, this what whole podcast, that? I did put in my will to have the kids listen to the whole podcast. So what <laughs> happens to me? <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> you need to add that to the will. I love it. I love it. But yeah, so y'all, that's a lot for me, especially to be spilling tea. Uh, but yeah, so until next time, I am your girl Tanisha Nicole, and I'm Shauna Dixon, and we are Black Girl Fly.